dwelt so wonderfully here. Praise the Lord. We find everything in God's presence. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to preach about the presence of God. And in Exodus chapter 33 and verse number 1. Amen. Israel, many of them, not all, but many had, had sinned and had uh, become drunk and danced uh, destitute of clothing around a golden calf. <clears throat> this was at the time of the giving of the Ten Commandments while God was on top of Mount Sinai. <clears throat> and so there was a, <clears throat> a spirit of rebuke and a spirit there that God was going to do away with them and start over with Moses. And verse number one of Exodus chapter 33, the Lord said to Moses, Depart and go up hence, thou and the people which thou hast brought up out of the land of Egypt, unto the land which I swear, unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, Unto thy seed will I give it. And I will send an angel before thee, and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, the Jebusite, unto a land flowing with milk and honey. For I will not go up in the midst of thee. For thou art a stiff-necked people, lest I consume thee in the way. And so, <clears throat> let me just say this, that it was the first intercession in verses preceding in the 32nd chapter where Moses said, Lord, if you'll forgive their sin, and if not, block me, I pray thee, out of thy book. <clears throat> Moses, Joshua, Amen. Many of the faithful, many of the priesthood were praying and interceding for God to have mercy and forgive Israel of their sin. And so God had a pardon, but he said, I'm going to send an angel. I personally, by my spirit, I'm not going to go up in the midst of thee. And so this engendered another prayer, another intercession for God. And in the 13th verse of this same 33rd chapter, <clears throat> Moses said, Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me thy way that I might know thee, that I might find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. I want to preach about the presence of God. The presence of God. Could we go to the Lord where we're standing? Let's humbly talk to him. Lord, we love you and we thank you, Jesus, for being in our midst. You promised while you're here on earth, you promised us that we're two or three are gathered together in your name that there you would be in the midst of them. We acknowledge your kindness, your presence, your beauty, your power. We acknowledge you being in our midst, God, and we're awesomely made aware of that, and we thank you for it. I pray, God, that you would stretch forth your hand and minister and heal and speak comfort, renewal, speak peace and hope, speak encouragement and power, Speak new life, God, and resurrection in every life and every vessel here. I'm asking this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Let's just raise our hands and love the Lord. 
love you, Lord. Oh, Lord, and here we love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You are so worthy of all of our praise and all of our worship. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you richly. Praise the Lord. The presence of God is incalculable as far as its value and its it's just it's unbelievable spiritual wealth. Amen. And potentiality to each and every one of us. I think it was David that coined the expression in the Psalms because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. You just can't hardly describe the goodness of God or what it's like to come in contact with him and get into his presence. Amen. Back in the beginning of time when Cain rose up against his righteous brother Abel and it was all over sacrifice. It was a man, Cain, that did not come God's way, did not offer, amen, a lamb of the flock, amen, whereby blood would be shed. But uh, he just offered the fruits of the ground, and the ground had been cursed by the Lord at this point in time after sin. And uh, he just offered the cursed fruit of the ground, whereas Abel, his brother, offered the firstlings of the flock, the lamb to God, and this was accepted of God. It was well-pleasing to him. And Cain became insanely jealous and enraged at his brother Abel, who was received of God, blessed of God, amen, and fellowship with God. And so anyway, he rose up and he slew his brother Abel. It was the first murder in the human family. God, amen, said, where is your brother? And he said, I don't know. I'm my brother's keeper. You can read about it in the fourth chapter of Genesis. Anyway, by the time that that conversation had closed, amen, the Bible says that Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. I don't want to go out from God's presence. It says he went out from the presence of the Lord, amen, and wandered in the land of Nod. And Nod means wandering. Amen. Outside of God's presence, there's no completion. There's no direction of life. It's an untoward, uncommitted, amen, generation and mentality that does not know God, does not know the meaning and purpose and calling of God or the call of life. Cain went out from the presence of God and dwelt in the land of Nod or the land of wandering, of aimlessness, praise God. It was Peter, amen, 4,000 years later on the day of Pentecost, that said, save yourself from this untoward generation, this directionless generation, this aimlessly wandering generation. I thank God for the purpose of the Lord. I thank God for the truth of God. I thank God for the revelation of the Lord. And I thank God for the divine presence of God. Amen. That is behind all of that. Praise the Lord. Amen. Presence of God. When Adam amen, was fresh and new, and life was beginning and starting out, amen, hallelujah, he walked with God in the cool of the evening tide, and there Adam named the different animals, amen, uh, in the garden there, and he named different things, and the Lord was right there by his side, and there was a sweet concourse, there was a friendship, 
There was a camaraderie. There was a fellowship that was beautiful. Can you imagine walking side by side, amen, with the Israel glorious being of God, amen, in the Garden of Eden paradise here on earth, naming the animals and hearing God, amen, by your side, amen, laugh and be delighted, amen, at what you said, fellowshipping with you, amen, the presence of God cannot be described. You want to get into his presence. Yes. You don't want to wander, amen, without him. Amen. You don't want to wander aimlessly, come on, and purposely, amen, in life, and trying this and trying that and trying the other, amen, to try to satisfy. I can speak from experience, amen, I took LSD and other uh, hallucinogenic drugs many hundreds of times as a young man, but thank God when I found Jesus, when I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, when I got Christ in me, when I got the real spirit of God, the real resurrection of Jesus, amen, inside me, I throw rocks at the world. I throw rocks at every experience the world has to conjure up, amen, to give and to offer you, amen, in replacement for the presence of God. When Adam and Eve sinned, amen, the Bible said, amen, that they hid themselves from the presence of God. And that's the greatest problem, amen, that you and I have Amen. About this thing called sin. The worst thing about it is that it drives us away from God. It makes us run from his presence. Run from the searching of his being that can go, amen, like an x-ray and just look at our heart. Amen. And where we're at and our thoughts, know them from afar off. Amen. We run from God when we're ashamed, when we're condemned, when there's sin in our life like Adam and Eve did, hiding under the ferns of the garden. And Adam <coughs> heard God say, Adam, where art thou? Amen. I'm telling you, the way this thing started out, it was God came seeking man. God came seeking mankind. God loves you. He loves me. He's not a God that's trying to thrust us away from Him. Amen. He's a God that wants our fellowship. He wants our talk. Yes. He wants our worship. He wants our prayer. Amen. He wants to be in our company. Come on. Come on. God said in one place in the Bible, Amen. Come to me. Though your sins be like scarlet, I'll make them as white as snow. Right. He said, come to me. Let's reason together. I will take your sins and I will cast them behind my back. Amen. God is so anxious. Amen. For our attention, Hallelujah. our fellowship, yeah. our love for him, our walk with him, our communing and walking together with him. Praise the Lord Hallelujah. that he's calls like he did the original family in the garden. Adam, where art thou? God knew where they were. Amen. But his voice lingered. Amen. In the garden of paradise. And there he found them. Praise God. Oh, they came back into the presence of God and begin, God began to do things, amen, to change and to heal and to restore and promise a Redeemer that was going to come. Let's clap our hands up to the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Every one of you people out here, you all have a presence. <laughs> you all have a presence about you. And what, what you are in your life, your background, your history, your studies, 
amen, uh, what was put into you genetically, parentage, and all of that, everything goes all together, amen, to make and construct in you and I, amen, an aura or a presence. We emanate, amen, a certain feeling when we get around others. That's our presence. We don't even have to speak a word. Come into, come, come into the house after you've forgotten your wife's birthday, and she's in the room. You'll feel a presence. She didn't have to say nothing. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. You don't have to say nothing. Amen. But you feel the vibes. Come on. Everybody has got a presence. Some people have a presence that's very funny. Amen. It'll make you laugh, make you jubilant to be in their presence. Amen. Kings have a presence. They say that over in London, amen, when they're coronating a king or a queen or whatever, you can hear a pin drop. Amen. In Buckingham Palace, amen, when that coronation takes place. There is an awesome presence and magisterial presence, amen, in a king that goes beyond, amen, normal people. Hello. There's a presence, amen, that a president has or a great general. There's a presence that a basketball star has or, or a musician, a rock and roll star. Hello, everybody. Come on, everybody, from what they do in life and what they are, what they've made themselves, amen, has a presence. And we experience that, amen, before they do or say anything. Well, God has a presence. And we're talking about getting into the presence of the one that flung the stars out into space. We're talking about getting into the mindset and the presence of the one, amen, that made the rivers and the sea, that made the fish in the ocean, that made all the aquatic life and all the life, amen, that flies in the skies, the birds, the fowls, amen, that made you and I in his image, amen, the God that made the earth and all the fullness thereof, amen, I want to get into his presence. I want to get into the background that that represents. I want to get into the love and the beauty and the plan, amen, that's in that being, praise God. I want to get into the presence of the Lord. It's a big, huge deal to get into the presence of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Wherever there's human need, that presence from God can intervene and take care of it. Amen. The Bible says in the Gospels, amen, that there were many people that were sick, but the presence of the Lord was there to heal them. God's presence has a healing in it. He has an encouragement in it. He has a lifting up of your countenance in it. He has an infilling, amen, of his presence and his spirit called the Holy Ghost in it. Hallelujah. He has promise in it, praise God. He has the answer of prayer that's in his presence. He has joy unspeakable that's in his presence. That's full of glory. He has rest in his presence. He has love in his presence. You ain't never felt love. Amen. Like the presence of God. Amen. Who has love. You ain't never felt peace like the peace that's in the presence of God. You ain't never felt rest. You ain't never felt praise. Amen. That's like the presence of God. You don't want to run from his presence. You're running from life. You don't want to run from him. You're running from healing. You're running from restoration. You're running from putting your family back together. You're running from your answer. You're running from your prayers being answered. Praise the Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you. 
the presence of God is so great. We come out miles, miles ahead in our journey in this thing called life when we have a great awe and a great respect and a great yearning for the presence of God. Amen. David said, amen, that in your presence is fullness of joy and at your right hand pleasures forevermore. We're talking about a man, the sweet psalmist of Israel. Amen. David that knew what it was like to get into the real presence of God. Not the talked about presence, but the real personal getting into it himself presence of God. He said it's better than life. He said it's the joy of the Lord. Come on everybody. I want to get into God's presence. I said I want to get into God's presence. I want to get into that presence. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'd rather lay myself down in an altar, so to speak, and ask God to help me and have mercy on me and forgive me. But I might not lose the presence of God. Amen. Moses had an acute and a glorious esteem, amen, for the presence of God. He loved God. He was a meek man, meekest on the face of the earth, and faithful in all of his house. He loved God, and he loved coming into the presence of God. He would come into the presence of God every day, and God would speak to him and give him, amen, statutes and judgments, amen, and laws to give to the children of Israel. And so Moses made a habit, amen, out of prayer and out of getting into God's presence. He loved that presence. He put a value on it. Amen. That was right. Praise the Lord. Israel sinned as we mentioned. Well, God was giving Moses the Ten Commandments. Amen. Etched with the very finger of God and rocked himself in the first set. Amen. They, amen, had not seen Moses for 40 days. Amen. They said, hey, we don't know what's become of Moses. They lost heart. They lost faith. Don't lose heart. Don't lose faith. Keep holding on to God. Keep holding on to the Word of God. When it seems like it's gone, when it seems like it's not going to come together, when it seems like the answer has been so, so long time coming, come on, just keep waiting. Keep believing. Keep walking. Keep being faithful. Praise the Lord. Moses is still up there on the mountain. You can't see him. There's a cloud of God's glory and presence there. You can't hear him. They didn't hold on. Not all, but many. Amen. And they became drunken and danced, amen, half-clad or non-clad around the golden calf, amen, that they were used to worshiping, amen, in Egypt land as a nation of slaves. Hello, everybody. Amen. Amen. God said, I'm going to destroy this people in a wink, in a moment. Amen. I'm going to make of you, Moses. I'm going to raise up a new people. And Moses interceded and said, God, if you're going to block them out, then you take my name out. There's the old God. How precious it is to have men of God. Come on, to have pastors, to have prophets, 
amen, that have such a love for God, his work, and for his people. They're willing to put their life on the line. God, I'm tied up, I'm bound up in them. Amen, come hell or high water. If you do away with them, you're going to have to do away with me. Hello, everybody. Moses prayed that way, and God, amen, I said God, he was needing somebody to be an intercessor, somebody to pray. Amen, somebody even to call on his name. Amen, for a situation. Amen, that was unbelievable. Praise the Lord. And Moses stood in the gap. He was that intercessor. Praise God. So God says, here, okay, I'll do this. I'm going to send an angel. I'm going to send an angel. Amen. An angel is going to lead you. Amen. And your journey is here in the wilderness until you get into Canaan's land of promise that I have promised to your forefathers. Amen. I'm going to just send an angel. Moses recognized, amen, through his love and acquaintance with the presence of God, amen, that that just wasn't going to do it. Amen. You see, the presence of God is what makes church, church. The presence of God is what makes reading the Bible, the Bible. Hallelujah. It's what makes preaching, preaching, and apostolic teaching, teaching. It makes worship, worship, and not just waving around in the air or making a commotion with your voice. Praise God. The presence of God is not defining, deciding. It is praise the Lord. And everything I'm telling you, it makes church, church. If your presence doesn't go with us, we can't just have an angel. You know, there's a lot of folks out there and their religious realm and concept of God, amen, and eternal life is if I can have any kind of supernatural movement, I'll be satisfied. We can just have something supernatural. We can just have, amen, some kind of angelic being. Hello, everybody. Better watch what angel. Lucifer was the son of the morning. Covered the very throne of God. The anointed cherub. Hello, everybody. Until he fell by the mystery of iniquity. Oh, my, 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 my. Amen. And and thank God there's two-thirds of the angels are good. Somebody says, I'm worried about the devil. Well, for every devil, there's two angels. Hallelujah. There's more that be with us than be against us. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you got a devil out in your mind, there's two guardian angels. Amen. God has sent and appropriated to every lamb of God, every child of God. Hallelujah. You got two angels. Come on, they can more than take care of. Amen. That one devil. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God, if your presence does not go up with us, then don't carry us up hence. Do you realize what Moses, the man of God, was saying? Do you realize what the man that had the continual practice of his presence and entering into his presence, amen, was? We're talking about the man that when he came down Mount Sinai, amen, literally rays of glory shot off his brow and his countenance and his face. They had to put a veil over there for his brightness and power, amen, was frightening, amen, to the Israelites. Praise God. 
good thing about God is you can get into his presence and it rubs off. <laughs> he'll make you like him. Hallelujah. I said he'll make you like him. Like him. They could tell these disciples, amen, before they became apostles, amen, were such because they had been with Jesus. Praise God. God, don't carry us up into a promised land. Don't carry us into a place, amen, that flows with milk and honey, with cities that have already been developed and made by generations, amen, of the children of the devil before we ever get there. Don't bring us up to that Canaan land, amen, of hope and that Canaan land of song and promise. Don't bring us up to Canaan's land, God, amen, if you don't go with us because your presence is what makes church church. Your presence is what makes this tabernacle of the even in the wilderness, it makes it the house of God. Your presence is what makes even everything worth it, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to go up there and be led by an angel. Thank God. I had my own. I don't know why. I got two. Unless you want back. <laughs> got presents on it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. My dear friends, today, Moses had a proper and a true evaluation yes. of what the presence of God. I'd rather be in this snake-infested wilderness, this place that can get to 120 degrees in the shade, amen, where there ain't a tree in sight. Hello, everybody. Amen. I'd rather be in this barren, hot wasteland called the desert with the tabernacle, with the presence of God, than in a lush, verdant riverland called Canaan where the crops grow with plenty. And everything, I got I got a house that's already built for me there. Hello. Rather than all of that, I'd rather have your presence yeah. here. Yeah. Amen. 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 You know, it's not in the ministry. It's not, I want to go to this city because it's such a pretty place. 